Welcome to the Aggie News Student Podcast, a series by the orientation staff at Utah State University. Transitioning to college is exciting, but there's a lot to do and understand. We're here to talk you through it. Today, we're going to talk about the different course delivery options here at Utah State. I'm your host, Kylie Hopkins, the orientation program coordinator here at USU. And today I'm joined by a few student leaders from the A-team. My name is Bryson King. I am an art major and I'm originally from St. George, Utah. And this fall, I will be a sophomore here at Utah State. Hi, my name is Nicole Cunningham. I am a global communication major. I'm from Salt Lake City, Utah, and I'm going to be a senior this fall. Great. And like I said, today we are going to be talking about the different course delivery options that we have here at Utah State because we have a lot of different options of ways that you can take your classes. And as incoming students, that can be a little confusing as you go to register. Course registration happens next week. And so we want to give you a little bit of information about what to look for. And as you see these different delivery options in College Scheduler, you can know a little bit more about what that means and kind of what you're signing up for. So there are four main delivery options that we are going to be talking about today. First is your traditional face-to-face. And face-to-face classes are attended in person at a designated time and place on campus. And you get told that time and place when you're registering for classes in College Scheduler. It lets you know where the class is going to be, when it's going to be taken. And like I said, the expectation is that you are there in person for every single class period that we have. And this is kind of what, the, like I said, the traditional is. This is what we're excited for getting back to with a lot of our classes being different delivery methods over the last year or so with COVID and a lot more of what is traditionally taught face-to-face is going to be taught face-to-face this fall. We're not back 100%, but we're very excited. Nicole, Bryson, as you get ready for classes and registering for classes, do you have a lot of face-to-face classes? Are you excited to be back in face-to-face classes? Tell me a little bit about that. As a freshman last year and an art major, I was really unsure of what was going to happen because with art, a lot of it is hands-on. A lot of it is supposed to be in person. And luckily this last year, I had quite a few of in-person face-to-face classes and I really appreciated that. And I'm, I'm hoping that this next year it's going to be a pretty much the same, if not very similar to my last year. I mean, the, the school has been really good at, at making sure everybody's comfortable and where they at and, and making sure that we're all learning and, and participating while still having a very, very positive in-person experience. I think for face-to-face, I am most excited to start making friends in the classroom again. I know that's like one of the big things is you just sit down next to somebody and they're either like hit or miss is your best friend for the class. And that's, that's really how we all start making our friends in college. So even as a transfer, that was a weird thing. And I was also that person that even on like on not face-to-face classes, reaching out to random people asking questions just because I needed help. Um, but I think I'm most excited to just start being around people again and sitting down next to them. Absolutely. And like you said, you're a transfer student. And so you were new to the university this fall and you had those similar feelings of like, this is a new place and I'm not sure. And so exactly to be back in the classroom a little bit more than what we've experienced this last um, semester or two is exciting. 
And I know from a university standpoint, from a faculty, staff, administration standpoint, like we know that this is what students primarily are, are excited to get back to. And we're excited to get back to being in the classroom with students. I'm a staff member, but I do some teaching and having students in the classroom and the connection that I get to build with them in those uh, interactions is incredible and it's one that I'm so excited to get back to this upcoming academic year. Now the next one that we're going to talk about is called hybrid face-to-face. -face. So hybrid face-to-face -face courses are attended either in person at a designated time and place on campus or watched live over Zoom. So your professor lets you know when you need to attend in person and when to watch live. For example, if it's a Tuesday, Thursday class, um, you'll likely be assigned, okay, Tuesdays I'm in person, Thursdays I'm live on Zoom for that allotted time. And um, your instructor or your professor lets you know when those assignments are, what those assignments look like for your specific class. Nicole, what are your tips for students that are signed up for some hybrid face-to-face -face classes? They're still getting some of that face-to-face -face element, which is awesome, but there is a little bit of like the virtual side of things as well. What tips do you have for students in that case? So my first tip is don't be sad that you're not completely face-to-face. -face. I had one of those my first, uh, my fall semester, and I actually kind of liked it. I was a Monday, Wednesday, Friday class, so I only came in on Wednesdays, but it was kind of nice to have a smaller class size when we were in, and then just have some folks on Zoom. I would also say to treat it kind of like, I know some schools have A, B days, and you just have to pay attention to what day is what. I wrote down what day I needed to go in on my planner and I put it also in my Google calendar. So in case I forgot, I'd get a, a, you know, a reminder an hour before to, you know, get my butt up to campus. Um, and I, again, like I really liked it. So I think just don't sweat it and enjoy those days that you are on zoom. Cause sometimes you do roll out of bed and then look at that. You're writing class. Um, and other days it is like planning and exciting to go, go to class. So. That's, that's my take on that. That was my experience. I love that. I think that's such good advice to put that reminder in your phone to alert you in enough time that you can get ready and get up to campus. If you do it 15 minutes before, you're not going to be very happy with yourself, right? So giving yourself that reminder ahead of time as well as in your planner is fantastic advice. Bryson, you've had some hybrid face-to-face -face classes. What are your thoughts? It's really nice to have it all kind of planned out and you know make it organized but like also have that chance to really make connections and you know make a little group of of hey you know we meet on the same day do you let's study together or hey let's you know get together and make sure we're we're on track to to finish this project or complete this assignment so that's really what helped me um in my hybrid face-to-face -face class okay so the next one we're going to talk about is web broadcast and web broadcast courses are attended at a scheduled time over Zoom. So they, these courses do not have a specific place that you will attend the class, but you attend the live call at the specific time and you can attend wherever is most convenient. So I know some people that like to do that from home, maybe in their PJs, maybe from their bed or just rolled out of bed, right? I know other people that want more of that 
setting of I'm on campus and so they come up and they go to the library or they have their favorite study spot and that's where they attend their class. We even had some AT members attend class every single day or every single time it was their class time here in the office because they knew that that was a space that was set aside that they could do that. And so I think that these web broadcast courses are a really neat situation and opportunity because what it does is it opens you up to having classmates that are on different campuses. You might have someone broadcasting in from Tooele or from Moab or Brigham City or Logan, you know, like the, you're, you're all spread out across the state of Utah which in the classes that I've had as a student at Utah State that were broadcast, that was a really neat experience to get different perspectives and different individuals involved in the conversation. Um, I took a class that the instructor was broadcasting from Roosevelt. I took a class that the instructor was broadcasting from Brigham City. So lots of different opportunities to engage with peers and instructors and professors that you wouldn't otherwise have the opportunity to because you're all spread out in different locations. Have you guys had web broadcast classes? Yeah, actually one of my favorite classes this semester was a web broadcast class. Um, it was actually my foreign language class and my professor is actually, he's actually from here or he's currently living here in Logan, but he was able to invite other people who didn't live here to participate in the class. So one was a past um, friend from Minnesota, and then a couple of other people, I don't know where they were at, but, um, you know, it was fun to see and interact with them as well, not just my professor, and, and have those experiences that probably on an in-person face-to-face um, class, I wouldn't have that same opportunity because of, you know, travel time and costs that the university probably couldn't afford. Um, so it was really cool to actually see that and actually participate in something um, as beneficial as that was. Going off of Bryson, I would say he brings a good point. I also had my Spanish class uh, that was web broadcast. And like, that was definitely a weird experience. I had it in person my first semester. So then going web broadcast, definitely like wasn't the same. A little bit nicer, not trying to understand Spanish through a mask, very difficult. Um, but Bryson brings up a great example that my professor would invite his friend from El Salvador. And he joined our class and he we got to hear about how how it is for him there and where he is now. And I'm like, that was a really cool experience that like, yeah, we probably couldn't have flown him in from El Salvador. So yeah, I would say staying committed and focused is a little difficult. So just know yourself, know where you're most determined and, and most productive, but it does open up some really cool opportunities. Absolutely. And part of figuring out this whole college thing is figuring out some of those things about yourself, right? I do not do well working from my home because guess what? My nice cozy bed is there and also the snacks and whatever, right? That I just tend to get distracted. So I know that for me to be successful, I need to create a good learning environment. I have to get my space ready, just like I have to get 
my supplies ready and my notebooks and I have to get my technology ready to be engaging in these different formats. And as we talk about our next and final delivery option, I think that that's a big part of it is understanding yourself and understanding or, or finding ways and trying ways with a little bit of trial and error, but to be successful, setting yourself up for success. If you are best friends with your roommates, Maybe your apartment is not the best place to try and do class, right? Maybe you come to campus and you go into a study hall or you find a good quiet spot in the library to be engaging in these different course delivery methods, especially the ones that have more and more and more of them in the virtual setting. So the last one we're going to talk about is just strictly online and online courses do not have a specific time or place that you need to complete class. You will use Canvas to complete assignments, assigned materials on your own. And sometimes there might be, you know, recorded lectures or messages from the instructors, but none of it is live. And it's really on your time to complete the assignments. I had a good handful of classes in my grad program that were online. And so it was really interesting to kind of discover that it is different, right? It's a different type of learning. And I had to set myself up for success in totally different ways during that experience than I did as an undergrad where pretty much all of my classes or a lot of my classes were face-to-face -face or web broadcast, right? And these different means of delivery methods. For you two, you both have had online classes. What tips and tricks do you have? What advice do you have for our incoming students who might be taking an online class for them to be successful? What have you found has been so helpful for you as you've taken online classes? Stay focused and stay on top of things. Every month we'd have to do something or every month there would be a certain number of assignments required. So I would at the beginning, try and push it off until the last possible day. And that that uh, kept coming up and, and wasn't really working out for me because I get super stressed at the last second. But as Nicole mentioned a couple minutes ago, you know, it's really important to have a planner. It's really important to have a, a plan. And this is where I really used my Canvas app and I used the features that it has because that really helped me stay on top of it and know what I needed to do for the week so that come Saturday and Sunday I wasn't so stressed and I was making sure that I was watching the lectures and everything at a pace that fit my schedule because it could get pretty crazy during the semester. Yeah I'd also say online learning it's totally it's kind of weird it's you don't have anyone keeping you accountable I mean sure you might have some deadlines but other than that you don't have a professor there every day telling you like what's new. What I found very helpful is to plan out everything in advance so if I had in-person or web broad class classes Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but nothing on Tuesday, Thursday. Great. That was my strictly online classes. And I would just plan about like an hour, maybe like an hour and a half, depending on the class. I would test out how that would go in the beginning. And then some, as my semester continued, my schedule changed, I learned that, okay, I don't need that much time or, hey, I actually need more time, but I should break it up. And so it looks different. So I'm not just sitting in my one class for quote unquote, like three hours. So it's just all about figuring it out. And again, like you really need to keep yourself accountable, which is so hard when like no one's there to kind of cheer you on. But I also found at least for communication major, it's a lot of discussion boards. Now I know that there's a lot of mixed feelings about discussion boards, but they can be kind of a good thing to at least like relate to other people or to ask questions or like 
maybe you've seen someone's name pop up a million times and you're like, great, I have a question and I definitely know this person's here and they're engaged. So I'll ask them. So it's, it's a different learning curve. You really just got to stay focused, be determined. And, and basically, especially with these classes, you get out what you put in. Definitely. I think staying organized is great advice. I think trial and error of what works for you is fantastic advice. And don't be afraid to ask for help because on the other end of that Canvas online course is a professor who wants to answer your questions and wants to help you out. And there are also other students going through this. And so reaching out to people on Canvas, whether that's discussion boards or through the messaging feature or whatever, and just saying, hey, I've got a question about this. Does anyone want to do a study group? Or let's hop on Zoom and work on this assignment together. And so even if you're not all in the same place, even if you're not working on things at the same time, you can have your Zoom open and all of you be working on something kind of on your own. And then when someone runs into a problem, they unmute themselves and like, okay, I'm working on this and I'm stuck, right? And then all of a sudden this brain trust gets to come together and help solve this problem, just like you would if you were in a study group in person in a room together and you can, you know, work through these and get your problem solved. And I think that one of the really cool things with these different delivery methods is that there's still the same opportunities. They just look a little different, but you absolutely can have connections with those in your classes and um, get help or, or form a study group or whatever it might be, even in your online only or your web broadcast classes. As we think about putting all of this together, like this is great and it's awesome to talk about it, kind of separated out, but I wanna run through what an example of a possible daily schedule might be for an incoming student. So you are getting ready to register for classes and all of these different delivery methods are gonna kind of come mesh together for you. And a day may consist of you attending your face-to-face -face chemistry class in ESLC 130 at 9 a.m and then you head to the library, you spend a couple hours working on your online course, maybe watching a pre-recorded lecture your professor put on Canvas and then submitting an assignment or a discussion afterwards. You then attend your hybrid face-to-face -face psychology class in person in Huntsman Hall at noon where your professor reminds you that next time you're in the group that will be attending live over Zoom. Once that finishes, you decide to watch your web broadcast history course from the comfort of your own couch over Zoom at 2 p.m. That's a very realistic potential day for students. And I think that it just, in my mind at least, it kind of clicks a little bit different when I hear it all laid out in front of me like that. So as we kind of wrap things up and as our incoming students are getting ready to register for classes, I want to remind them that we have a registration hotline. Um, registration happens at night and all of the offices are on campus are closed, but our office holds extended hours with our registration hotline. It's AT members like Bryson and Nicole ready to answer your questions as you're navigating through this. And so you can contact us either by emailing orientation at usu.edu or all of our websites are going to have a live chat feature and you can live chat with a member of the A-team and they're gonna be so excited, anxiously waiting to hear from you and to answer your questions. Nicole and Bryson, any final words, tips or tricks for our incoming students who are getting ready to register for classes? My like one final negative wisdom is that I found a lot of joy that when I was online, getting out of my house and not just going to the library every time, not just going to the TSC every time, but I, my sister and I actually made it a goal 
to sit in every single building on a different day just to find out what did we like the best. And I found out some places I love sitting and some places honestly wouldn't sit there again. And it just made it more fun. And I found out where I focus better and I could start inviting my friends that I already had and make new friends like that are just sitting there. That was definitely a highlight and made online web broadcast a lot more fun. I love what Nicole said. I think going around campus and trying to find spots is so cool. And I found myself doing that a couple of times and I love the business building. The view of Cash Valley from there is amazing. One of my tips would be just to be as positive as you can. Because when I started to see my positivity slip, then I also saw my focus slip and my grades slip just a little bit. But when I was more positive, I was able to focus more and be more organized. And it just was a better semester, a better week when I was able to do that. Fantastic. We are so excited for our incoming students to come this summer and fall and to join us here on campus. There's an energy that comes when students are here on campus and I am excited for us to get closer and closer back to that as we have started to do so already and we will continue to do so as we move forward. If you have questions, we are here to help you out and we've got your back. We want to make sure that you get those questions answered and that you are comfortable and confident in the decision you have made to attend Utah State because we cannot wait for you to be here and to be a part of this Aggie family with us. I encourage you to listen to previous episodes of the podcast that we've put out and to keep a lookout for future episodes as we've got more things coming. You can check out our website and reach out to us through our contact information. That'll all be in the show notes and let us know what we can do to help get you ready to be an Aggie. Thanks. Bye everyone.